0: Back to basics: babies, bodies, and behavior with Mel Cyril and Ulrike Castlebrandt. And today we're going to talk about why does minimalist shoes and being barefoot matters. And I guess we should start with introducing ourselves. And my name is Ulrika Castlebrandt, and I live in Stockholm, Sweden, and I am a baby wearing consultant and also into elimination communication. Uh, written a book about uh, elimination communication and I'm also writing one about baby-wearing and in-arms carrying a little bit now as well. And I'm also into barefoot shoes, also called minimalist shoes. And as well as Mel Cyril. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah,
1: so as you've said, I'm Mel. Um, I live in Ipswich in England um, and I'm an in-arms and baby-wearing trainer and educator. Um, I'm also the author of the book In Arms Carrying and I can actually announce on here what the the title of the next book is, which is Clinging Young Science of In Arms Carrying. Book number two is focused on a lot of the science behind In Arms Carrying um, as well as some of my theories as well. And yeah, um, I'm into yes. barefoot shoes as well, which is why this is a topic that we really wanted to discuss.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, and it most,
0: uh, very much relates to caring mm. as well. Yes. But first we want to start with telling our stories, kind of, how we got into minimalist shoes and then barefoot. Um, do you want to start now? Yeah,
1: Mal, that's fine. With how you got... Your uh, interest for yeah. this. Yes. Okay. So, I've I've always hated shoes. <laughs> um, my whole life. So, I I I wouldn't wear shoes where possible. Growing up, um, obviously, a lot of the time I had to going to school, um, but being being, what what we would call a tomboy growing up, that meant that I was fortunate enough to be able to wear what would be classed as boys' shoes. Um, So even though they were quite sort of bulky still, being normal shoes, um, they were wider, and I have wide feet anyway, so they were a lot more comfortable than your classic girl's shoes, which tend to be narrower and, um, sort of higher platforms and stuff. So, yeah, so that, that, that's my sort of personal feelings about shoes. But, um, and when, when I reached adulthood, I would literally live in, um, the, the thinnest, flattest, flip-flop type sandal things but not flip-flops something you know where something behind the heel to hold it on usually um and my winter boots were the same the same pair of boots every single year whenever they wore out so I would go back to the same shop and get the same pair they always had them every year which was really fantastic um and they were sort of wide and very thin as well but um when I became pregnant with my second child Logan um my husband uh so I'm I'm not sure if it was during pregnancy or whether it was basically as soon as he was born um but I do remember definitely after he was born he suggested that I start wearing hiking boot shoes so Logan was born in winter, and it was sort of snowy and icy and stuff. So he was concerned with you know me baby wearing and stuff that I needed to have some good proper shoes um, to to keep me steady and what have you. So yeah, so I I transitioned to these big old clumpy Carrymore hiking boots um, and. Um, Use the the same sort of um, brand in the summertime with their sandal, so I went through a period of time where I had clumpier shoes again. Um, but thankfully, being into baby wearing, the the summer after he was born, I um I I knew somebody locally. And her name is Rosie, and I think she's changed her business name to Labyrinth of Nurture. I'm hoping I've got that right, but yeah, she she was really into barefoot shoes, and she introduced me to Katie Bowman as well. Um, and it was it was it was fantastic timing because, you know, she was she was talking about ideal first shoes for Logan. Um, and you know suggested all of these these great brands and stuff so that's how i was introduced to barefoot shoes specifically and yeah the the rest as they say is history um i i don't have i don't have any symptomatic issues with my body uh in relation to my feet um i have a a slightly fallen arch on the right-hand side um, but it doesn't seem to affect my body um, according to my osteopath um, the the one issue I do have related to my feet I think is um, ankle joint flexibility so that's something that I'm hoping to work on Going forwards, now that I've resolved some of my um, lower back issues recently. So, yeah. Yes.
0: Great. Um, for me, I had issues with my right foot and had had, I had like a, um, I had been exhausted. It's like a diagnosis in Sweden. I don't know what you would call it in English uh now it's like 5 years ago but that after that my my right foot uh, was weaker than the the left foot it probably had been from before but then it was got really noticeable and um and but you know I, it got stronger but then i was uh, at a fair uh, actually presenting baby wearing for a couple of days and this was maybe three years after yeah it must have been two years ago now one year and a half ago yeah I was at a fair for four days uh, and showing slings and I had shoes on that are that were comfortable but they had a a slight heel Mm. like a centimeter and a half maybe Um, and after those four days I couldn't feel my big toe uh, anymore yeah Uh, for two weeks I got kind of scared I was like wow Mm. you know this is not good <laughs> at all, and uh, and then I got the idea of trying out barefoot shoes. It was one of the other baby wearing consultants that have had introduced me to it, maybe a year before or something. But I haven't had not thought about it much then. And I I had also read like Katie Bowman's blog and knew that she was for um, uh, barefoot shoes. Um, so I thought, okay, let's let's try it out. Maybe maybe I need other shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to the only store in Stockholm where they sell uh, barefoot shoes um, that are like for regular shoes, not just for mm. running. And I'm uh, and it's called Free Foot, and I'm gonna make a make a advertisement <laughs> for them now because I think they're really good. I need
1: to visit them. Uh, and they,
0: yeah, yeah. And in, in Sweden you can also find them in, in Malmo and and mm. But anyway, so there I got my first pair of shoes, and it was February. It was winter. Uh, so I, I left the store with my sh- the shoes on and I felt really big, <laughs> like I had like people long stocking <laughs> shoes or something. I could really like wiggle my toes. That had not happened in shoes before. And I realized straight away that I didn't, even though they were pretty thin for being winter boots, I did not freeze. Mm-hmm. I didn't get cold. Uh, Otherwise, my feet get cold right away always in the wintertime. But I was like, no, you know. And I realized that maybe it's because I have more air in the boots. I don't get cold. Mm. Um, And then I went to my children's school to get them from school. And then you can walk over like a field in the wintertime. It's like a frozen field. Uh, And I was like, wow, this is like (laughs) massage. Because the field was so... It was not... What do you say? It's not plain. It was not it was like mm. this, I show you. How would you say that in English? Uh, bumpy. Yeah, the field was bumpy. Uh so it were, I got like a great massage going to school. I was like, wow, you know, I'm thirty seven years old and why haven't I why have I not experienced this before? Mm. Uh uh so I got totally ho- hooked. Right away on these shoes. shoes, And sometimes I call them like oxytocin (laughs) shoes. Because I really think like going barefoot. Or going in minimalist or barefoot shoes. Is is, um, enhancing your oxytocin. Mm. Because you get the massage. And you have so many nerve endings in the foot. Um, So I started wearing these shoes. And then I realized quite uh, fast. That I couldn't use any of my other old shoes. Mm. Because they were... um, my my feet couldn't fit anymore, and in my barefoot shoes, it was like the feet were were singing, <laughs> um, and I got the the feeling in my right toe back, oh, yes, so that was really really good, and I was also seeing this in Sweden. It's called naprapat. It's not like a chiropractor, but kind of similar to it, um, and he also gave me some feet exercise. Mm. I read uh, Katie Bowman's book whole mm-hmm. body barefoot and got some exercises from that as well so I really got up flexibility and strength in my foot as well and I also had a, a arch on my right foot that was a bit down mm. but that uh, got much higher uh, after doing the exercises and after having these new shoes um, and then during the summertime I had like my old sandals or they were quite new uh, I had them for years I was like no yeah. I bought these expensive sandals uh, and they had a heel so I took a knife out <laughs> and I cut the heel off with a kitchen knife <laughs> so now they are barefoot shoes as well they're really flexible it was just a heel the small heel that needed to go away because I guess because you say also describe what barefoot shoes minimalist shoes actually are why mm. they are different They one of the things is that they have zero drop as yep. you call it they have no no heel at all because if you look at any shoe even kids shoes in regular shops they have a slight mm. heel uh, so no heel and that they have a flexible sole, sole is also important and uh, that they um, fit good on your Like they're stuck to your feet, your heel. They're not like, it's not flip-flops. Flip-flops is not minimalist shoes because then a flip-flop would make your uh,
1: toes. Changes how you walk, doesn't Uh, it?
0: Yeah, crammed. Yeah. Um, So it's it's the zero drop. It's the flexibility of the sole. Mm. Fitting good on your heel. And uh, what is it else? Uh, And, yeah, um, you need to be able to wiggle your toes without feeling the front of the shoe. Uh, That's also a criteria. Those, yes. Uh, Let's see if I wanted to say something more about my story. No, I think that's that's it, kind of. And now I changed my whole whole shoe wardrobe. And I also started walking a lot of barefoot yeah. in the woods as well um, getting my feet stronger and that's really been an oxytocin experience oh, yeah. as
1: well I think v- literally just yeah. as you know come back from holiday and whenever, whenever we're on holiday and you know the the weather is tolerable enough for me outside I, I rarely wear my shoes and every time I think why don't I just do this at home? And I think it's just kind of that mental block of like, oh, I'm on holiday. Nobody knows me. It doesn't matter being the weird person without shoes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and the kids as well. It's it's great. I mean, they, in in the warmer weather, they, a lot of the time they refuse to wear shoes anyway. And that's fine by me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, on holiday especially, it's just like, no, I'm not wearing shoes. Go away. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because my, my husband that's isn't um isn't quite the supporter of barefoot and barefoot shoes but um he's he tolerates my my views.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't know if the other moms and dads like me in the in the playground because my kids want to I let them go barefoot in yeah. the sand. And most other parents don't mm. because, you know, it might oh, be glass yeah. or it might be mm. whatever. But so far it's been, they haven't been any glass. So I think it's,
1: it's That's fine. That's what my husband and is like. They also like.
0: changed the sound like last year. So I'm like, no, <laughs> it should be, it should be cool. Yeah. Um, but this year, this summer, I have been pregnant. so I, And I have to have these supportive socks because of varicose oh, veins. I- so I can't go barefoot. Oh. So I really, really miss it. I only done done like a small, you know, I take them off for 10 minutes out in the mm. woods or whatever. But I really need to to have the socks on mm. because my, my veins are not good Aww. at all. So it's really awful and really hot. And today we have 30 degrees Celsius here in Sweden. So I have my window open in case there are like birds or cars <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the recording this today. But that's how it has to be. Yes: But when uh, like Katie Bowman and other people that are, are talking a lot about barefoot, uh, they really emphasize the importance of, of the importance of um, strengthening mm. your feet if you move <coughs> to um, minimalist shoes, barefoot shoes, because when walking in the kind of shoes mm. that they sell in the regular shops, y- you really, really weaken yes weaken your sh- your feet and you lose flexibility so like if you have a really high arch you might think that oh that's so good like I thought a big arch was was good but that's like yeah but that's because my feet were so stiff mm. <laughs> that's why I had a really high arch um, and um, like having your feet uh, your feet and toes cramped together can also give like bunions yes. and stuff like that and you need to be able to like spread your toes um, to have a good balance, mm. really. And so some uh, of the people working with this are thinking that why old people are having so bad balance. One of the reasons can be that they have been having these small mm. shoes all the time. And even the companies that sell shoes that are like, these are really good shoes for your feet, you know. Um, they are not really yeah. <laughs> good shoes for your feet if you really, really look at it, because your feet uh, does not get to work mm. properly.
1: So yeah, it's um, it's important to transition at a rate appropriate for your specific feet. Is what what we're trying to say. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and sources for like
0: information about that is yeah, Katie Bowman as mm-hmm. we said she got this book whole body barefoot or her book move your dna move your dna also have some feet um information about feet but also i think a good like instagram account or facebook account is the foot collective mm-hmm. i think it's really good uh, and they have a lot of in exercises on the on on the internet uh instagram facebook that you could try out for yourself uh, um so that I would also recommend and also recommend to try walk more barefoot oh, yeah and Absolutely. if you're curious,
1: definitely try out barefoot minimalist shoes, so I guess we should explain um why why all of this is actually important um we've we've explained our stories, but some people out there might be thinking, but you know what what is what is the point of being barefoot and wearing more minimalist, minimalist shoes. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe we can discuss a bit about, um, the benefits of being barefoot yeah, and so yeah. forth.
0: And as I understood, I'm not, I'm not, um, educated in like, I'm not a physical therapist yeah. or anything like that. Um, but. Foot flexibility and foot strength really is related to the rest of your body, mm-hmm. like alignment, alignment. Uh, and if you have heels on your shoes, like than most regular shoes have, um, it really affects your alignment and alignment affects your, the rest of your body health yes. as well.
1: It's not just um, heel heels. That we're talking about either are we um you know oh. it's not just um high heeled shoes it's any sort of heel like you were you were speaking about earlier because any sort of change to the way your foot naturally would stand on the ground affects your whole body doesn't it yeah yeah
0: so also like and problems with knees and hips can be related to your feet and your lack of strength, lack of flexibility, and your your shoes. Mm-hmm. Most definitely.
1: And obviously, as well, any sort of foot coverings affect um, the sensory stimulation of the feet to some extent. And as you said, there are so many nerve endings in the foot, and you get so much feedback from your feet as you walk and as you balance and, um, you know, as, as you said, with foot flexibility as well, shoes affect how how your feet can physically move as well. And um, mm. you said about balance with older people as well, didn't you? Um, obviously, if and balance for babies, mm, then, I guess, definitely as Definitely well so yeah not being able to spread your toes in the way that they're designed to um not being able to curl them um around different objects or terrains and that it's it's all extremely important isn't it and also connection to the earth as well you know anything between mm-hmm. our feet and the ground is a barrier to our connection to the earth, isn't it? And yeah, also something that is really interesting for me is um, foot sensitivity. The way, you know, mm-hmm. shoes affect how how sensitive our feet are, but also, um, even if we're barefoot at home all the time, um, not experiencing different types of natural terrain also affects it doesn't it because even if we are spending lots of time barefoot um our homes tend to be very flat and you know we don't have an outdoorsy environment at home most of us um no and and like um for for most
0: people also like indoors is flat Mm. maybe walk on Wood or plastic floors, and then you go outside and you walk on flat yes, asphalt, yeah, exactly. Maybe grass in the summertime. Mm. Uh, and I know everyone can just if I just ask you, like, okay, can you think about how it feels like walking in the grass with your feet mm. or walking in the sand? Most people get this really yeah, nice yeah. feeling of how it feels. <laughs> yep. Um, so but and, and then last year I was what because we have a small. Wood uh, beside where I live, even though it's Stockholm, so that's where I've been walking, and it's it's been very, like the terrain is ver- is very varied, mm-hmm. a lot of stones, a lot of like uh, hi- small hills and stuff like that. So it's been really good. Um, so then when it got fall last year, since it's pretty cold in Sweden, I was like, no, what <laughs> I'm gonna do? I'm not gonna be able to <laughs> walk outside now. Even though some people in Sweden aren't, like, go running and stuff, like, in the mm. snow. But, no, I wouldn't. I'm not that high. I'm not that hardcore. But, so, I, I bought a lot of, like, uh, pebble stones and put it in mm. this box. I had got inspiration of Katie Bowman, <laughs> like, <laughs> so many times before. Uh, and I've had it under my computer so I can stand oh, in that. that's nice. So that, like, a... Uh, Bed of rocks, and then also I took two old slings actually and twisted them together mm-hmm. and made like a really really thick rope, mm-hmm. and that uh, me and the kids can have to to walk on. Yeah, as that well. looked really good. To like <laughs> do some line line, what do you, I don't know? Not line dancing, that's something else maybe. Like a balance beam. Walk on this or something, but textured. Yeah, yeah, like a balance beam. Um, and I also have this wool carpet, and uh, even though it's flat, like everything uh, mm-hmm. in the house, it's still. It is still something yes. for to like stimulate uh, the the feet under the feet. It's mm. really nice, and I guess there are like many, many ideas that you could come up with how to make your indoor environment more varied mm. as well. But it's like really built into our society, and into our architecture, and then also into our sk- shoe industry, how to weaken our mm. feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, most definitely. Yeah. Um, so you have to kind of work around that a yes. little bit.
1: And it's going going back to the foot sensitivity thing again, there's something else that I just wanted to mention mm-hmm. about that. It really fascinates me. Um, the the lack of foot sensitivity in babies and children and you know, young children. Mm-hmm. Um, as, you know, each year when when I get to be barefoot more outdoors Um, you know I I have to build my feet up to being able to cope with you know different textures and especially kind of um, stones of varying um, sharpness things like that but um, and heat as well obviously from the ground but the the kids every year it's like they you know they 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 don't walk barefoot outside in the colder weather they they just don't but when when they do for the first time each year there seems to be no no you know hypersensitivity and it, it's it's yeah it fascinates me and something that i'd love to find find out more about um it's only really sort of very hot temperatures that kind of can affect them sometimes, but they can withstand higher higher temperatures than I can as well. And it's just yeah, makes me wonder um, how how that may affect you as you know as a teenager and an adult if you carry on you know walking in that sort of way. But yeah, it's just a little interesting. Yeah, I've been thinking about that as well. But I have, I have
0: one of my kids. He could like. Sleep on a on a small grain or something like a small small stone, not stone, but like something from the sandbox, and he would be really really uncomfortable. He really he like can be uncomfortable with certain clothes and stuff like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, sensory issues.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he's yeah yeah yeah. So he's much more sensitive. But then my other kid, I know I got him from kindergarten once. I think he was about two years old, and he was going to the restroom and he had like a handful of sand. In his trousers, <laughs> like in his <laughs> underpants, and like the whole whole like male part was covered in this sand, <laughs> and it was all red. And he was like, he had not, he had not said anything. He was <laughs> fine, you know. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, that really must be irritating. Yeah. So I think it can partly be different, mm. <laughs> yeah. different different uh, people, and I think also like I've, but for um, the one. My kid, who was very sensitive before, it's he's much mu- much less sensitive now when he's getting mm. older, uh, and the same with the one who was like not sensitive to anything. Yeah, <laughs> it was like he's more sensitive now. So, so I don't really know what to, to think about it. Uh mm. But it's certainly not the same as for most adults. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, and and about small children's feet, like when they. Um, like we talked about that when it comes to reflexes, uh, it's very different if they are barefoot Absolutely. and they're able to grasp yep. a lot more than if they have socks on or shoes on or whatever they have on. And also if they start walking, when they start walking, it's also uh, very beneficial for them not to have any socks on, but to be barefoot yes. as much as, as they can. Um, because then the feet really can work um, properly. Yeah.
1: And it's so, so, so incredibly important, um, you know, being, being aware of how, how babies and children's feet develop, you know, and how, what we are putting on their feet affects this development because baby's feet are cartilage when they're born and it takes up to 18 years for their feet to fully develop, you know so it's that these childhood years are so important when it comes to shoes and um yeah and what what we're putting on their feet is helping to shape the adult foot isn't it um and using shoes which have you know thicker soles um and are shaped in different ways which alter the natural shape of the foot you know this this is this is a a critical time in in the development of the foot as as the cartilage ossifies into bone Um, yeah so and I think for some people they may feel that barefoot shoes minimalist shoes um, can be quite expensive And that certainly can be the case um but there there are so many different ways to to get around the cost factor I think I mean, I think Katie Bowman suggests um the the water shoes, which you can get get really, mm-hmm. really, really cheaply, so so cheaply um she says that those are um a good but Shoot. they're so plastic i know i know but uh. you know if if we want it to be accessible to everyone we have to explore all of um the avenues don't we but i find as well um you know i've got i've got four pairs of rapidly growing feet well knees aren't growing so rapidly now but you can imagine the the cost <laughs> that comes with them um, fast growing feet um In England, um, we have an online retailer called Happy Little Souls. um, Their website is Mm -hmm. happylittlesouls.co.uk and they sell a wide range of children's barefoot shoes. Um, But also for me, I mean, I I do buy some pairs from there, other pairs from, you know, the manufacturers of children's shoes. But I love looking on eBay as well. for for different shoes. You can sometimes get um, new shoes for cheaper on there or um, I don't know, I think there's conflicting information out there as to the appropriateness of wearing secondhand shoes. Um, But for me, I I don't have an issue with it, but that's my personal choice as a parent. And um, the boys have always used Always use the um lightly used hand me downs from each other um but my middle two boys they're, they're nearly two years apart, but they've got exactly the same size feet now <laughs> yeah mm, okay
0: yes yeah, and also if you look at at shoes at the regular store you, i mean there are different kind of shoes there as well mm. some i mean you can buy wider shoes and uh, a bigger size uh, so you make sure that they uh, they can wiggle mm. their toes and also look at uh, after the ones that doesn't have that much sole and are flexible yeah. and 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 soft uh, did, and did so we on. speak about so in the
1: beginning I can't remember when when you were talking about the um, requirements for barefoot shoes did we mention a wide toe box I can't remember if we did or not. yes okay. we
0: did it took a while until <laughs> we remember that that was <laughs> a part of it. Yeah. Cause the uh, the shape but I'm really children. like hoping for that we soon in Sweden will have a retailer mm. selling uh the minimalist shoes also for for kids. And I know there's a lot of parents that order from like Germany mm. and and maybe UK as well. Um so more second hand shoes are also getting into the uh, to the market.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and also like you can let the, in this in the summertime. You can let the kids be as much barefoot mm. as possible, yeah. as well, when it's possible. Um, also, I always keep like Band-Aid and some disinfection <laughs> <laughs> in my bag, so it's easy it's like. It's not problem if if you get
1: yeah.
0: some scratch or or something, and it doesn't happen that often no, either. It I mean, th- the feet gets used to walking on different kind of. And
1: mm. and th- this is my husband's issue. As well. With with the minimalist soles mm. and being barefoot. It's like, Oh my goodness, what if they step on glass or a nail or something like that? And it's it's like they, but you're with the more shoes, aware. they usually
0: have really good soles, yeah. though.
1: But also you're you're more aware of the ground because you can feel more, can't you? You're you're more connected mm. to the ground and what's happening and even more barefoot, you know? You're much more aware of of where you are, what you're doing, what's in front of you, and stuff. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and if they if you have minimalist shoes on, they usually have even even though the s- the sole is very mm. thin, usually this is very well very well yes, made.
1: Yes, a lot of them are puncture <laughs> and, and they have this
0: material in them that so your glass and, and mm. stuff like that does not go through. Yeah. So. So then, I feel very uh, safe with those shoes, most definitely.
1: Should we wrap this up with um, um, letting our listeners know what what our favorite barefoot shoes are for us personally? Yeah, yeah. How difficult if you have to do this? <laughs> you start. Them, I start. So I can, okay, I can do a bit of thinking. Okay. Yes. Um. Well, I haven't tried massive amounts of barefoot shoes, but my absolute favourite are Vibram Five Fingers. I just, I love them so much. Um, And I go for the thinnest sole possible. I just, I love the way that they just mold to my feet um, and how I can move my toes so much, you know? I like how, how the shoe is kind of stuck to each toe rather than me spreading my feet within a sort of shoe box kind of thing. Um, And I love them so much that I, you know, I had my first pair, I think in springtime or summertime, I can't remember. Um, And then it started getting colder and I was like, sorry, I was like, I can't, I can't go through winter without these shoes. What am I going to do? So I hunted down pair of um, boots online um, from Finland I think I sourced them Um, yeah and it's it's kind of hard with Vibram because they're very much um, running shoes aren't they but they do have some kind of um, casual models so yeah those are my absolute favorite for myself and for my kids um, they this this summer, they're all living in soft leather shoes, you know, like the baby soft leather shoes. You can get um, bigger sizes from some places here in the UK. And I found a place that does adult ones, so I really want to invest in some for myself at some point. Um, but yeah, the issue that I have found here in the UK with the barefoot shoes are that the older they get, the more rigid they Seem to be so. I'm having difficulty finding really flexible soles for my kids, um, but I'm thinking about trying out Vivo barefoot this winter for them, which I'm excited to try. I would, I really want to try them out myself as well at some point. But yeah, they kids come first.
0: <laughs> my favorite shoes. Then I have, I have shoes from from Lems. Uh, pair of boots and I also have a pair of boots from Feel Max, um Which is this Finnish brand and I, I really really like both of them uh, but there's like the Feel Max shoes are more for snowy winter and the Lems are more for like fall fall or, or autumn in Sweden um, And then I also got Joe Nimble shoes um, for like summertime and also for for uh and I, I love all of those brands. Actually, they fit my my feet really, really well. I have really um, narrow feet, um, so some brands are too um, wide for me. That they, they will like start being like flip flops. I have the opposite um, problem. So to, like, <laughs> uh, wide. Feet. Yes, but there is something for everyone uh, in there. Yes. Uh, and maybe uh, I'm going to try to order some from my kids as well. Um, I get inspired to try to look into it. It's just like, it's a bit like, you don't know what they like, what they prefer. Mm. Uh, oh, goodness. I, they won't go with any style or any like, it must really fit their feet, of course, if they would enjoy it. So that's why I'm like, ordering
1: shoes is a mm. bit... Um, Daunting. This is the issue I that I have with Neve, as she's 14 now, and um, yeah, it's mm. style over for health for her, but we, we come to compromises, so. <laughs> mm.
0: Okay, Mel's battery just got out here, so um, I'm gonna be the one saying bye here, wrapping wrapping it up, so okay. Uh, Bye for now, see you next episode.